0: and take your business to new heights. Secure your spot today and be part of the AEC industry's future. Visit Zweiggroup.com for more information. The Zui Group team looks forward to welcoming you.
1: Welcome to the Zweig Letter Podcast. Putting architectural, engineering, planning, and environmental consulting guru, Mark Zweig's straight talk in your ear. Mark has more than 30 years of experience helping AEP and environmental firms thrive. And these podcasts help deliver his invaluable management, industry, client, and HR advice directly to you, free of charge. The Zweig Letter Podcasts let you develop professionally, wherever you are.
0: Hey folks, how you guys doing? This is Randy Wilburn with another Zweig Letter podcast. I'm here today with Mark Zweig. We're in our new format that we've talked about. And I'm only going to bring this up these next few times to remind everybody that we've kind of changed the way that we do this Zweig Letter podcast. Uh, no longer are we having a, a forcing Mark rather and twisting his arm to just read his article. We're going to actually talk about it. And um, today we've got a great topic that uh, that I know is probably near and dear to a lot of a uh, lot of uh, the hearts of leadership in the design industry, and it's that's simply paying people properly, and uh, you know it's it's an issue now where we are in a talent war uh, in terms of finding good engineers, finding good architects, and and making sure that we are we are adequately um, um, incentivizing them with compensation. And so Mark uh, spends a great deal of time in this article, kind of laying out. Um, What you should be thinking about as uh, if you're an owner or if you run or you're responsible for um, making sure that your people are properly compensated and, you know, making sure that you put your best foot forward with all of the great talent that you have in your organization. So um, certainly want to encourage you if you're having some some challenges with keeping good people, uh, it. Probably could be because of salary issues in addition to other dynamics within your organization. So really want to encourage you to um, to listen closely to this. And certainly with as with any of our podcasts and any of our topics that we discuss, if you have further questions, you can always reach out to Mark. He is probably the most um, accessible um. CEO or, or, or individual that runs an organization within the design industry that I've ever run across. So uh, you'd be surprised. He, you could text him or email him even at 10 o'clock at night, and he may get back to you that evening. So not suggesting that you do that, but if you did, there's a good chance you might get a response right away. So certainly want to encourage you to do that. And, and we love that kind of participation. But Mark, you know, tell us a little bit about this. Um, and, and again, it's something that we're always talking about. And, and because I Lead the recruiting group, I'm intimately familiar with the challenges that firms face keeping good people. Um, but certainly um, one of the biggest issues is pay.
2: Yeah, it really is. Um, it, it, I, I don't know what's wrong with this business, but everybody acts like they have to do everything the same way. And usually that involves giving people raises once a year, maybe twice a year if they're really progressive. And then at the end of the year, handing out bonuses according to some mysterious formula, which may not exist. Right. But there could be all kinds of criteria that people are supposed to meet. And then they dole out a big check or a small check at the end of the year. And, and, and that's it. I mean, it's just, you know, they act like they can't pay anybody any more than they pay to get somebody better than what they have. Yeah. And they act like there's no options that they could consider on their incentive compensation other than the way they do it. And it's just it's pathetic, frankly. Yeah. It's not very progressive. Yeah. And so, you know, you're out there battling to get good people and then you can't really get the great people because you're not doing what you need to do to create an environment that good people want to work in. Yeah, it, you know, and it's funny. I mean, I, you know, I've I've
0: I've worked with you now for over 20 years, and and I remember when I first joined Zui Group, and and I remember you guys saying to me, well, you know, we we'll give you, we don't wait till the end of the year to give pay raises. We'll, you know, as you do well, we'll 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 raise your pay. And and in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, yeah, okay, that sounds great. I'm sure that it sounds good on paper, but it, I mean, I don't I don't see them putting that into practice. And I think my first year at at Zweig White & Associates, which was what we were named then. I think I got like five or six raises in one yeah. year. That's and, the way it should be. Yeah. And it, and it really just blew me away. And it's so funny that when I talk to firms about this and explain to them my experiences and how... You know, it, it it's a great motivation tool. It's a great way to really encourage your workforce to, you know, really s- go within themselves to put up, leave as much of it on the on the table as they can. Uh It's a great way to 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 incentivize people. And I I, I know I personally was incentivized. But sometimes when I've talked to leaders at other firms, it's almost like I'm speaking another language when I suggest that. And um and yeah, they
2: look at you like you're from Mars or yeah, something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you can't do that for everybody, obviously. But if you have really great people and particularly younger people yeah you have to be older and it becomes a little less you know critical to give that frequent of a raise to somebody right but right. particularly these younger people that are you know highly sought out in going through a crisis all of them are because they come out of school and you have vacations and you have semester starts and ends and and, and there's tons of variability and they get to go outside and their hours aren't the same. And then suddenly they go to work and it's like, holy cow, you know.
0: <laughs> What's going like on? Like I
2: go there, it's dark. I go home, it's dark. Right. I have to work, you know, I get very little vacation. This yeah. is unbelievably oppressive. I hate this. Yeah. You know, a lot of people go through that the first couple of years. It's just, it, it's very, very shocking to your system. Yeah. And, and then they go somewhere where they don't get any feedback and they get a raise once a year. I mean, it's just like, oh, uh, you know, you guys need to be doing stuff differently. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. I think other firm, other industries, though,
0: do it differently, too. I mean, like the tech industry and others. I mean, they're not they're not stuck in their ways in terms of how they, um, you know, incentivize people and, and give them uh, increases in salary and do other things. So.
2: Yeah, we've got to learn from other industries and and business and businesses and how they do things. But I just think the more chances you have to give somebody some positive reinforcement, you should take advantage of those. And also, you know, you're sending the signal out: we want you here. We don't want you to be looking for another job. You're not going to have to go somewhere else in order to do well. Yeah. In order to get ahead, you know, you're not locked into this structure of engineer two gets, you know fifty nine thousand one hundred and twenty eight dollars to sixty three thousand four hundred and thirty three right per year um and, and you can't break out of that until you get you know three years of experience beyond your four-year accredited you know engineering degree or whatever i mean it's just uh, it, it, you've gotta you've got to be willing to break out of it and and show people you care Sooner and more frequently. And I think you get a different result then. Yeah. And it's, you know, and it it, it applies to the bonus situation too. It's not just the raises, it's the whole bonus program, the whole idea that, you know, companies conceal their financial performance from their employees and then the owners and their wisdom about how everybody does their job, in some cases, people that are six levels below them in the hierarchy you know, they're going to dole the money out and it makes them feel like they're important. And, and, you know, they're the lords of the castle or whatever. And uh, I'd rather just share the financials with everybody and make a decision on how much money the employees are going to get um, in, in terms of the profitability and, and pay that out. And um, if you're part of the team, you get a share of it. If you're, You know, if you don't deserve to get that share, then we either need to reform you or we need to get you out uh, off the team. But if you're you're there, you should get your your share. Yeah. And it's it's just a lot different than the way people think. I think most people in this business, they want to punish people. You know, it's like Joe didn't do what I wanted him to do. I'm going to, you know, send a strong message out and give him no bonus this year. Right. Right. OK, well, now we just made Joe even more demotivated. The The problem is Joe probably shouldn't be there. Yeah. OK, <laughs> not that we what we paid Joe. That's that's a secondary problem. Right. And if Joe's really that bad, he's got not that many options to make a change. Yeah. You know, so what do we have? We got a person who's still there and more demotivated, which ultimately causes bigger problems for us.
0: And you know, yeah, and that's one of the things that I'm always telling as as, as a recruiter. I'm always telling um, candidates, especially really good and talented engineers and architects, that look, you have a built-in market. If you're not being adequately compensated where you are, you can go somewhere else and 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 be compensated properly. And so, um, I think leadership, firm leadership, needs to understand that, especially with good people, that if you um, allow things to just kind of meander along and you don't take or address the challenges that you run into. Um, in terms of compensating people properly, that they will leave and they will go yeah. somewhere else because you know um, th- because they're being taken care of. And I've even told people that you know this time of year we happen to be recording this in November, so we're towards the end of the year where people find out whether they've gotten a raise or they're getting a bonus or maybe they're getting a promotion. And these are all issues that come up, and and we are going to. Um, You know, I always tell these firms to be mindful of that because if they, you know, if they don't take care of their people, their people will walk and, you know, they can easily go right down the street and find a job elsewhere. So
2: it's going to get worse. It's terrible problem right now. And it's going to get worse. Yeah. 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 It's not even so much the pay as a motivator as much as it's, 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 you know, something you got to do or they leave. Right. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's even more elementary than, you know, than that. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and and you're right. I mean, the talent problem is going to compound. Hot economy. Uh, every sector is doing well. If we do, in fact, have a big investment in infrastructure, which it looks like the next president claims is going to be a priority, mm-hmm. you're going to see already overloaded firms, already understaffed companies in a position that is – and that's going to be you know much worse. Yeah. yeah. And um and, and so that's a good problem to have if you're able to get the bodies that you need and keep those people there doing their job. Yeah. And and costs are going are, are going to go up, but you know, volume's going to go up. Um project qu- uh, quality can can improve. I mean, it's just the reality of it. You're going to have to be paying more and you're going to have to be paying people differently. And I always say too it's not necessarily more if I can give somebody a five thousand dollar raise or I could give them four raises at eleven $1, hundred and uh, you know or twelve hundred and fifty dollars yeah. each maybe it's better to to, to spread it out to uh, show more love along the way
0: right right you know um so that 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 could be one solution and one way to do it if you know you're gonna yeah. give a person a raise just break it up over time as opposed to just waiting till the end of the year. It's like, I right. tell somebody, oh, you did a great job in February, but it's now December. We're so proud of you. Here's your $5,000 raise. Exactly. When they do something really great in February, give them a bump. And then if they do something again in June, give them another bump. And by the end of the year, you're like, okay, well, this is what we thought we were going to give this person. Here's where we are. And this is the difference that we're going to make up at the end of the year, as opposed to saying, well, we're going to wait to the end of the year. You may be waiting to the end of the year, year, but that person left
2: October 31st. You got it. And and this also (laughs) applies to just hiring new people. I mean, I, I love it when I get these people that, you know, contact me and they're unhappy with everybody they have in a certain job category they need someone better. And then what are we going to pay that person? Well, what do we pay everybody else? I mean, it's just, it's like, what? I'm shocked to hear you say that you just told me you weren't happy with any of them that you have now. Yeah. And then that's going to set the constraint for what you'll pay somebody else. Yeah. It. it, You know, you're never going to get better people unless you pay more for it uh, for them. I mean, it's just, you know, anyway, it's a, it's a challenge. Everybody feels like they're, profitability is constrained as it is costs go up. Once salaries go up, it's hard to take them down. I mean, all those things are true, but, uh, you know, you are in, in this com- incredibly competitive employment market, Yeah. and, uh, and, and talent's going to be harder and harder to find and harder and harder to keep. So this is one of the tools in your toolbox is you know the salaries, and another tool is the bonuses, and then you have other things you can give away too. Yeah,
0: yeah. you
2: know um, that are rewards for people.
0: So you know, I want to close and, and, and end with this last thought or idea, and certainly get your feedback and thoughts. Just given that you know you you were you wrote primarily the the first book on um, HR in the design industry, and and um, and I'm curious to know what your thoughts are. You know, there's been this movement lately of firms becoming what we, what I would say, and I'm using air quotes here, really transparent about pay by by posting salaries. Um, What what are your thoughts about that? I think I know what they are, but I would love to just hear your thoughts about that. And do you think that it, you know, I know some firms say, well, it creates the intended effect that it it starts to it it starts to ramp up. Uh, individuals in terms of, you know, people showing what they're really worth as opposed to um, having a negative effect by sharing salaries that
2: way. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think it's good to share salaries. I, I think it's, you know, that's one of the things I think it, 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 it's just not going to be a positive. I do believe in sharing all the financial information. Right. But as soon as somebody hears what the other guy makes, they could be happy. But if the guy in the cubicle next to me makes a dollar an hour more, then I'm depressed. Right. You know, <laughs> so, it's hard to keep people from talking, though. Yeah. I, but I, I try to, you, know, you try to discourage people and tell them you really shouldn't talk about that because you don't know what kind of an effect it's going to have on somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's it's, it's just, you know, but it's, it's hard to stop. Um, And, and the word does get out. Sometimes, but I certainly would not publish it.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, you heard it here, folks. um, First, folks, from Mark Zweig. And um, again, that was a discussion on the uh, article that he wrote in the Zweig letter called Paying People Properly. Uh, Mark, thanks so much again for just sharing your insight uh, on this weighty topic. And certainly uh, would love to hear back from those that have listened to this to get your thoughts on the issue and maybe even some of the challenges that you're dealing with when it comes to um, properly incentivizing and compensating your workforce there within your organization. So, and maybe if you're not being properly incentivized or compensated, um, we'd love to hear from you as well and some of the challenges that you face. But um, again, thank you so much for participating in this um, uh, episode of the Zweig Letter Podcast. Listen, I certainly want to encourage you. We have a free gift for you. Please visit free pzl.zweiggroup.com. We've got a free um, uh, six-week subscription to The Zwieg Letter. It is the longest- um, running newsletter in the design industry, I believe it's been running continuously since 1992, and uh, certainly you can go here and, and hear Mark Zweig's thoughts on a regular basis. Uh, he has an editorial that he shares each week, and um, several of us, myself and others, write articles on a monthly basis. You can, you know, hear great ideas about M and A, about recruiting, about retention. Um, about valuation, ownership, transition, strategic planning. It doesn't matter. Whatever topic uh, that is business related topic that's relevant um, to your organization, we discuss it in this wide letter. So certainly want to encourage you to please take that free gift. We've got some new pricing coming out in 2017 that um, we can't wait to share. Uh, but we want to make the Zweig letter an indispensable tool that's available to everyone. It shouldn't just be it for those that are in the C-suite, uh, but it should also be for that entry-level project in- engineer and architect to gain some new information and new insight for um, the industry that, we, that we're that we working in. So certainly want to encourage you to take part in that. Please uh, share this podcast with others. Uh, we'd love for you to uh, check us out on iTunes and give us a five-star ranking or review. If you like what you hear, if you don't like what you hear, please email us and let us know. Uh, we would love and welcome your feedback so that we can continue to make this the best podcast for the design industry possible. So uh, thanks again so much, folks. And we hope that you have a great day. We will see you next week. Take care.
1: Thanks for tuning in to this Zweigletter podcast. We hope that you can apply Mark's no holds barred advice to your daily professional life. For a free six-week subscription to The Zwag Letter, please visit freetzl.zwiggroup.com to gain more wisdom and inspiration. In addition to information about leadership, finance, HR, and marketing your firm. Subscribe today.